0: You're now listening to some Wanga City Alliance Evangelical Churches podcast. We hope that it will help you with your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ and your relationship with the people around you. God bless you. We thank God that He has allowed us again to gather together, although with some restrictions, but we praise God that. We are able to come together as a church. And even during the time when we were not able to gather together, God has been faithful. Your faithfulness also and generosity in participating in God's ministry is highly appreciated. For the past five and a half months, we have been sending Our participation to the local, national, and international ministries of Kamakop. So, your generous giving helped a lot, especially during this time when so many people are in great need. So, we thank God for that. Who among you are following our worship services online? Sinyo sa inyo ang nakakita sa mga online services natin. Because what we are going to meditate this morning is very much related to what we have discussed last month and two Sundays ago. We were meditating on the pattern that God has given to us when he has granted a new life. We saw that in the book of Hebrews when God invited us to come into the most holy place. Some of you would still remember that there are a lot of blessings that God has instored for those who follow him by faith, those who enter into the Holy place, into the most holy place, not by the works of the law, but through the grace of God. The first thing that we notice when we enter into the sanctuary, as described in the book of Hebrews, is that we experience the purification. The altar of burnt offering symbolizes the sacrifice of Jesus so that we would be set free from our sins. Then we move on to the basin. Do you have a picture of the tabernacle, the sanctuary? The basin symbolizes the purification, the cleansing that we experience through the presence of the Holy Spirit because there's no other way we can enter into the holy presence of the Almighty God without being cleansed. And cleansing comes to the sacrifice of Jesus and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And we also notice that when you enter into the holy place, what were the three items that you find in the holy place? You have the table for bread and drinks na hindi nauubusan ng pagkain 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, for 40 years in the wilderness and beyond. Hindi ba kayo nagtaka saan nila kinuha yung pagkain na nilagay doon sa table? Hindi naman sila nagtanim for 40 years. Where in the world did they get something to put on that table? Then you have the light, the lamp. That's the second item. The third item was the altar of frankincense. And I explained to you four Sundays ago that the abundance of God's provision is reserved for those who left their lives of sin and entered into a life of holiness, puno yung table ng pagkain sa loob ng anim na buwan na quarantine. Sino sa inyo ang ginutom? Kaya kung minsan nakita ko yung mga taong nagre sa kalsada, wala na daw sila makain, mamatay na daw sila sa gutom, pero tingnan mo naman yung tiyan na walking skeleton for the past six months. Have you seen anyone who is a walking skeleton for the past six months? The abundance of food and drinks. That's amazing. How can that be possible? Then the light. When you're in the presence of a holy God, Your mind is enlightened. You are not in darkness. You are not living a life that is desperate. Because there is light. At yung ilaw na yun sa tabernacle, hindi yon nawawalan ng panggatong. 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. Then you have the altar of frankincense. Frankincense, according to the encyclopedia, has been used as an instrument of healing for centuries. So what do you expect when you come into the holy presence of a holy God? You experience healing. Pag tiningnan ninyo itong tatlong items, itong tatlo lang ang kailangan natin. When COVID-19 hit us, all the other things became unnecessary. Three things remain. There has to be food and drink on the table. There has to be light so that there will be no panic, no desperation, no anxiety, and there has to be healing. And we have that as God's children. When we separated ourselves from a life of sinfulness through our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we are ushered into the holy place where everything that we need is provided. But that is not all. Two Sundays ago, we went into the most holy place. And what do we find in the most holy place? There are two items. One is the Ark of the Covenant and the Mercy Seat. What were the items inside the Ark of the Covenant? According to Hebrews chapter 9, you have a jar of manna. You have the rod of Aaron that budded. And you have the tablets of stones where the law was written. Two Sundays ago, we mentioned about the rod of Aaron because there is nothing in the world like it hindi kayo makakita ng isang kahoy na pinutol mula sa puno and it will continue to grow it is dead and yet in the most holy place the dead will come to life resurrection of the dead is the greatest hope of every christian because this body whether you liked or not, will go back to the dust. But the rod of our Aaron inside the Ark of the Covenant budded, and this is the greatest problem of scientists today: How do you produce life out of something that is dead? Two explosions in Holo. Fifteen people died. 48 people were injured. The explosion in Beirut, Lebanon, more than 100 people died, 6,000 were injured. I wonder if those who still believe in the Big Bang Theory would say that out of that explosion, a very huge explosion that created the universe, life came about kung namamatay ka granada lang ang sumabog ano na kaya ang buong universe na ang sumabog? what life can you expect but in the holy of holiest something that is dead came alive and brothers and sisters that is what we are looking for the moment this body will go back to the dust we know That our Redeemer lives. He went through death. And if we go through death, we will still be alive. Because in the most holy place, there is life. Even in the midst of death. But this morning, I would like us to look into one particular item. And that is the tablets of stone. Where the law was written. And perhaps for many of us. Our question would be, what is the law doing there? What is the purpose? Because for the past several months, we have been uh, meditating on Galatians, the book of Galatians. And Apostle made it very clear that for the people of Galatia to really experience the plan of God for their lives, they should reject the idea of the Judaizers. Because the Judaizers wanted the Gentile believers to follow the stipulations of the law before they can enter into the presence of God. And Apostle Paul said that is wrong. Because the law is not designed to bring you into the presence of a holy God. When you are in the context of sin, it is futile to rely on the law. You must rely on the grace of God and accept His offer by faith. But then, ano ang ginagawa ng tablets of stone inside the ark of the covenant? Is it a mistake? Is it a contradiction? But I believe the law of God in two different contexts have two different functions. In the context of sin, it has one function, and in the context of holiness and righteousness, it has another function. Kindly open your Bibles to the book of Psalms, Psalm 19 Verses 7 to 11. Psalms 19, 7 to 11. Now listen to this very carefully. Because perhaps some of us are a little confused. The law cannot bring us into the presence of a holy God. How come that when we are in the presence of the holy God, in the holy of holiest, what do we find? The law. Listen. Psalm 197 to 11. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb by them your servant is warned in keeping them there is great reward may god bless us upon the reading of his words now how can the psalmist say something like this and paul say something different in the book of galatians and even in the book of romans that In the book of Galatians and in the book of Romans, Apostle Paul is saying the law in the context of sin is judge, jury, and executioner. Its function is to condemn, to punish, and to kill. But the psalmist said the law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. Now, in the context of sin, the law is never refreshing. The psalmist said the statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. In the context of sin, the law is a drudgery. Mabigat is a heavy burden. But the psalmist said the precepts of the Lord are Right giving joy to the heart. But in the context of sin, the law only produces fear. I remember, I think it was last year, a group of policemen came. with the Lasilang mobile patrol. And they were looking for Pastor Vic and Pastor Arnold. Sabi ko, Ano bang ginawa ni Pastor Arnold at ni Pastor Vic at hinanap ng mga police? So when they went inside the pastor's office, marami puma pumapasok sa isipan ng mga nasa labas. But when the policemen came out, they were smiling. And we asked Pastor Vic and Pastor Arnold, ano daw, ano daw ang ng mga police? Ay mag-invite sila for Bible study. Ah, oh, tingnan mo naman. Pag-criminal ka, o, delikado yung presensya ng police. Pero kung you're a law-abiding citizen, wala problema yun. Eh, palagi silang nagkakapidun sa headquarters ng Philippine National Police. In the context of sin, the law is fearsome. Nakakatakot. You only violate one. You have violated everything. That's why Apostle Paul, Last Wednesday, if you have seen the online video, if you insist on submitting yourself to circumcision so that you will become righteous, you better fulfill the entire law. Because if you disobey only one, then all the rest you have already disobeyed. I think the illustration to that is you take a pail of water, very clear, purified Pale pail of water. That's nice to drink. Put a drop of cyanide. You will not drink it anymore. Why? Because it has defiled the entire container. Relying on the law to bring you to righteousness and holiness is a waste of time. But if you trust Jesus Christ, And he brings you to the most holy place. The law becomes something desirable. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold, sweeter than honey. So this is the difference between the law in the context of sin And the law in the context of holiness and righteousness. In the context of holiness and righteousness, the law is delightful. Ang sarap. In the context of sin, mapait. I just saw a a story about a young boy. The context is South Africa. This young boy... Decided not to enlist in the military. I sabi if I enlist in the military, they will send me to Angola. I am not familiar with Africa, but if you are from South Africa and you are sent to Angola, I think you are from the frying pan to the fire. So he did not enlist in the army. He also did not enlist in the police Ayon yang makipaghabulan sa mga kriminal. So he decided, dito na lang ako mag sa jail. Kasi compulsory man. When you reach 17 years old, compulsory that you should serve at least two years. So he decided to serve in the maximum security prison. Kung saan yung mga nasa death row, Yung mga bibitayin. And South Africa has a record before President Nelson Mandela. South Africa had a record of 165 executions in one year. Can you imagine that? 165 executions in one year. And this 17-year-old boy was working there. And his main responsibility was to escort the prisoner nung araw na siya ay bibitayin. Kayo daw 'yun ang trabaho ninyo mag-escort ng criminal papunta doon sa gallows. And he was asked how many are executed seven people, seven criminals would be executed at the same time. And he was one of those who would escort. Tinanong naman siya, araw-araw ba sila nag execute Ah, hindi naman po. Nakaschedule lang. So kung 365 days, 165 yung bibitayin, hindi araw-araw. Ang tanong sa kanya, anong ginagawa mo pag hindi araw ng bitayan? Well, I am assigned to bring them food, clothes. So, yun ang kanyang ginagawa. Before he would escort them to the gallows, he would bring food, clothing, medicine. Kasi hindi pwedeng mamatay sa sakit yung uh, sentensyado. Dapat mamatay siya sa bitay. So, the prison authorities would see to it that the prisoners are healthy. So pinapakain niya, binibigyan ng damit, medicina. But then on the day na nakaschedule ang bitayan, he would bring them to the gallows. It was a very difficult situation for him because there were times nagkaroon siya ng magandang relasyon doon sa mga preso. I would not want to be in his position. Halimbawa, for 100 days, pinapakain niya yung preso, pinibigyan niya ng damit, and on the 100th day, dadalhin niya doon sa galos. I don't think it would be an easy situation for a 17-year-old, hanggang 19 years old siya doon. Pero wala siyang magawa. Kahit naging kaibigan na niya yung mga preso. In fact, there were times that the prisoner would say, tulungan mo naman ako tulungan mo naman ako. Imagine, you are now going to the gallows. Nakikiusap yung preso, tulungan mo naman ako na maka-escape. But this officer cannot do anything because his job is to bring this prisoner to the gallows. The law in the context of sin cannot save us. It can bring us to death, but thanks to God. The moment we are in the most holy place, the first thing that we find is the law of God. We are not lawless. Hindi tayo takot sa law, anti terror law. We are not afraid of any law because in the most holy place, we are the most lawful person. We delight in the law of God. We enjoy reading and meditating upon the law of God. And in conclusion, I would like to paraphrase Psalm 1. I think some of you are familiar with Psalm 1. I would like to paraphrase it by saying Blessed is the man and woman who is no longer living in the context of sin, but now living in the context of holiness and righteousness. He delights in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night, and he is like a tree planted by the rivers of water, which yields its fruit in seasons and whose leaf does not wither, whatever he does prospers. I believe, brothers and sisters, the last five and a half months is a testimony of God's goodness because he has translated us from the context of sin and he has placed us into the context of holiness and righteousness where we enjoy his presence and his law. To God be the glory. You just heard a message from Sabwanga City Alliance Evangelical Church. We hope that it will help you grow with your knowledge and journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. For more updates, follow us on our Facebook page, Instagram and YouTube. For Facebook at Sambanga City Alliance Evangelical Church. For Instagram at ZikaekBH. For YouTube at Zikaek Ministries. See you there.